0: Today is the conclusion of our Religion Made Simple series. Now, if you were here last week, you remember that we learned a very important truth. That religion is not about what we do. Religion is about what Jesus has already, already done for us. And every time someone goes to the baptismal waters, we are reminded of that. It is uh, a picture and a display of all the things that Jesus has done for us. And so if you're new to church or you're new to this idea of who Jesus is, let me just remind you what Jesus has done for us. You see, because of our sin in our lives, the wrong choices and bad decisions that we've made, we're all separated from God. And that separation creates a gap between ourselves and God that there's nothing we can do to fix. And so because we are incapable of reaching God, God sent Jesus down to us. And when Jesus came, he bridged the gap between God and ourselves. And so over 2,000 years ago, Jesus came to this earth. He lived a perfect life. He died on a cross as the payment For our sins. And then three days later, he was raised back to life, showing us that we can live a new life and that we can live an eternal life with him someday in heaven. Jesus came down and made religion very simple. All we have to do is believe in our hearts that Jesus is who he says he is and that he's done what he says he has done. Religion can be simple because it's not about what we do. Religion is about what Jesus has already done for us. And so quickly today, I want to share one of my favorite stories about the simplicity of religion and about baptism. So in the Bible, in the book of Acts chapter 8, we meet a young Christ follower named Philip. It says in verse 26, As for Philip, an angel of the Lord said to him, Go south down the desert road that runs from Jerusalem to Gaza. And so he started out, and he met the treasurer of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under the Candace, the queen of Ethiopia. Now the eunuch had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and he was now returning. Seated in his carriage, he was reading aloud from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Now there's a lot there, but there are some really important characteristics about this traveler from Ethiopia that we need to understand so we get the true impact of this story that we're reading in scripture today. So I want us to focus on three things. First, it's clear that at some point, this traveler from Ethiopia had come to a belief in God. In fact, he was traveling all the way from Ethiopia. At the time, Ethiopia was known as the edge of the world. And he was coming all the way to Jerusalem to worship his God at the Jewish temple. Now the second thing about this traveler is his ethnicity. You see, at this point in the movement of Jesus, or what we call Christianity, only Jewish people had been converted to become Christ followers. That means that this Ethiopian man that Philip is now, uh, has now met on this road is the first non-Jewish person to have an opportunity to hear about Jesus. And this is huge because this interaction opened the door to eventually make a way for people just like you and I to believe in Jesus and it also paved the way for the modern church. Now the third thing that we learn about this man is that he was a eunuch. Now this was a common practice for palace workers in Ethiopia as young men, they would castrate them in order to instill loyalty to the queen and loyalty to the palace. And I don't care how much that job pays, I'm out, all right? Now, these characteristics combined make his pilgrimage from Ethiopia to Jerusalem really interesting. First of all, he is going into a place where, because of his ethnicity, he's in the vast minority and could be facing some prejudice. But even more importantly than that, because of what we know about Jewish law and temple law, Because this man was a eunuch, he was not allowed to be a fully instated member of the Jewish community, which meant he could not fully participate in the temple worship services. And so let me just break that down for you. This guy made a long, arduous trip from what was known as the edge of the world all the way to Jerusalem just to worship his God in the temple, and when he got there, he was not allowed inside of the temple. This had to be hugely disappointing, and so he headed home, and scripture says that he was reading from the book of Isaiah. And so at that point, the Holy Spirit said to Philip, go over and walk alongside of his carriage. And so Philip obeyed. He ran after the chariot, and when he got next to it and he heard what he was reading, he called out to the Ethiopian man. He said, hey, do you know what it is that you're reading? And the Ethiopian responded, how can I understand if someone doesn't teach me? And then he allowed Philip to come up into his chariot. So Philip explained to the man that the book of Isaiah was about a prophet who God had sent to earth to foretell the coming of a Messiah who would bridge the gap between God and man. Philip then opened the scriptures and he taught this Ethiopian traveler how that Messiah was in fact Jesus himself. And remember, Jesus came to make religion simple because religion's not about what we do. It's about what Jesus has already done for us. And so the Ethiopian believed in Jesus And in verse 36, it says, as they rode along, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, there's some water. Why can't I be baptized? Now, God had not only provided a teacher to allow this Ethiopian to learn about Jesus, but in the middle of a desert, he had also miraculously provided water for his baptism. And so the Ethiopian asked, why can't I be baptized That question is what the power of this story hinges on. Why can't I be baptized? You see, in the original language, in the Greek, this phrase is a loaded question. In fact, the way that it is structured expects an answer every time. And so what that means is that this man expects expected to be told why he didn't qualify for baptism. And why wouldn't he assume that? After his long journey, he had just been ostracized from the temple He was facing racial prejudice because of the color of his skin. He was a eunuch, which meant that he would never be married. He would never have a family. He was a slave in the palace. He had been rejected his whole life. And so he had to assume that religion was just too complicated. And of course, there would be something holding him back from being able to experience baptism. But listen... Jesus came to make religion simple. This was a new movement, and so without hesitation, Philip ordered the carriage to stop. They went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. This interaction fundamentally shifted all the rules of religion. It single-handedly addressed complications that had plagued people from the pursuit of God, and it showed people That religion really could be simple. All it takes is believing in your heart that Jesus is who he says he is and that he has done what he says that he has done. And what we call this here at City Church is radical acceptance. It's what we wholeheartedly believe and it's what we find over and over again in scripture. And so I wonder today how many of you have believed in Jesus but you relate to this Ethiopian traveler. Maybe all of your life you have felt like you don't have what it takes to measure up to religion's complicated standards. You're not wealthy enough or you don't look the part. You're not smart enough. Maybe you have radical views on things. Maybe you've been married too many times or had too many children with too many different people or you've done too much time in jail or maybe you have too many tattoos or you're addicted to something or maybe people have spoken lies into your life and so you just assume that you don't qualify for certain things in religion. Maybe you have a disability or maybe you've been oppressed because of the color of your skin. Here's what you need to know. None of that has to complicate your religion because your religion isn't about what you do. It's not about what you've done. It's not about what your story looks like at this point in your life. Religion is all about what Jesus has already done on your behalf. And so here's what I want you to know. If you've believed in Jesus and you have been held back from being baptized, today is your day. Jesus does love you and we do have water ready for you on stage. We have a shirt and a towel for you out in the lobby. And today can be the day that you make a statement that your life will never be the same. And so maybe today is the day. Maybe today is when You allow yourself to be radically accepted by God. Today is the day that you demonstrate that the gap that used to separate you has been bridged by Jesus. Today's the day that you get out of the chariot, you get into the water and you let everyone know that your life will never be the same.